Welcome to another episode of Chairside Gaming, where friends get together to discuss video games and video game topics and everything to do with them, really, basically. Just That's what right. It down to. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Chris, and joining me as usual, my co-host. Ricky. What's going on, brother? Not much, man. Welcome to another episode. We're All getting right. slightly in the swing of things. I know. If you're I'm... watching this on YouTube, hopefully the audio is syncing. Um, we had the, <laughs> we, we, we had, how did, how did the video turn out? I haven't seen the video. The, I mean, overall the video turned out good. Sweet, um, sweet. There's just one little section where the, <clears throat> the audio kind of, well, unsync. you have audio in a section, but there's a, a small portion where there's no video for like two seconds. Oh man. All right. So guys, but, again, I'm thinking you, you should probably be able to tell we look better this week than we did even last week. So we're, we're learning as we're going. We've got some new equipment. We've got some new stuff going. We got better lighting going too to make sure that we're in focus. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, all of this is kind of leading to better products. I know. Because uh, if nothing else, I'm super excited about everything we've been able to do lately. I mean, they're even noticing that I'm now like carrying more professionally my tablet. You know, yeah. it's now on focus. Oh, we're getting there. We're, we're getting We're, we're, we're slowly but surely making this things happen. So, all right, Ricky, basically, again, for anybody joining us for the show, uh, this is the episode. This is the, the what is it, bi-monthly episode yep. that we put out uh, where we discuss uh, basically the news that have been happening these past couple of weeks. But realistically, the past couple of weeks have been kind of swamped with the one topic that everybody has been talking about is the coronavirus, dude. Mm-hmm. And we had kind of mentioned it here and there in the past, simply because it is it is going to be affecting us. And we are seeing now more than ever that it is, in fact, affecting us. Um, like, for example, we've seen over the last like week and a half, uh, we've seen uh, Facebook, uh, PlayStation, Epic Games, uh, Unity, and Microsoft cancel their GDC appearances. Facebook say it, uh, stated that they're still going to be putting on information, but they're going to do it via video. Uh, so I'm assuming again, like you know, like Nintendo Direct type of. <laughs> I mean, do do we expect anything less at this point? Like it's no. it, it's kind of a standard format. I think it's a cheap format to do, so it makes sense that that's what they're gonna do. Um, PlayStation has also pulled out. They did also put out a statement. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and read that quote. We have made the difficult decision to cancel their partic- our participation in the Game Developers Conference due to the increasing concerns related to the COVID-19 virus. Uh, also known as coronavirus, uh, we felt that this was best the best option as the situation related to the virus and global travel restrictions are changing daily. We are disappointed to cancel our participation, but the health and safety of our global workforce is our highest concern. We look forward to participating in GDC in the future. Um, they have also already pulled out of PAX, uh, which is a bummer. Uh, you know what? Here's what's been bugging me about everybody discussing these uh, topics throughout the news. What? A lot of the video game podcasts have been focusing on, all right, so do you think PlayStation's using this as the excuse to, like, <laughs> not show the footage or the demo that they had playable for The Last of Us? Because they were supposed to have a playable demo for The Last of Us at PAX. Mm-hmm. So the new rumor is that, oh, do you think that they're, you know, they're using this as, as the excuse? So because... We're, we're a gaming podcast. We're going to bring that topic up in the game here real quick. Ricky, do you think that this is them trying to delay something? Uh, I wouldn't surprise. You, th- I wouldn't, you I wouldn't honestly... Surprised. God damn it, Ricky! I honestly would You were supposed, supposed to not agree. 
I honestly would not be surprised. Damn As it. Many times in this game, I've already been delayed. I will not be surprised. So you think that this is not... Okay, so you don't think that this is them concerned about the virus? You think this is them like, oh, well, there's a virus. Let's take advantage of it. Is that what you think is happening? No. Because that's the conspiracy <laughs> theory going around, and that's what I'm trying to nip in the butt. And here you are fucking feeding into it. <laughs> you know how it is. Nah, I mean... It's it's one of those where, yes, they could be shady and be that way, but they can legitimately be afraid of the coronavirus. I mean, it keeps spreading. It's all over the freaking news. It's everywhere. I mean, the last thing, I, I didn't put it up here because, honestly, numbers are bleak, but there's the last thing I, th- I checked, I want to say it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 77,000 infected worldwide um, like somewhere along the lines of twelve to thirteen hundred dead or something like that so far. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a pretty scary statistic, especially how quickly it's been spreading. Yep. Um, there's a lot of weird news about that. We won't get there. I, I we <laughs> talked a little bit about some before we started. Yeah, we're like we're not gonna cover that. But my point is like there's a lot of like. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It, it's everywhere. But it, it's good, definitely going to impact us. We talked about this possibly impacting Animal Crossing um, with their bundle, with their Switch, uh, special edition Switch, uh, getting being able to be produced in time because there's just not enough workers. There's yep. The demand is high. There's all these things that go into it and how much it's affecting that it's kind of sad to see what is happening. But at the same time, you're looking at all of these industry giants pulling out of it. And I, for one, am glad, all right? Like, I think it's a good idea to basically pull out of all of this. The last thing you want to do... <laughs> the last thing... God damn it, Ricky. Keep saying pull out. The last thing I want to... <laughs> God damn. The last thing that we need is an epidemic and to gather... a ton of people traveling from all over the place into confined spaces where you could very easily spread this whole deal. Oh, yes. And, you know, by them being smart, you know, being proactive and saying, it's like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to stay away from, you know, this upcoming event, you know, for example, the UDC event. Mm-hmm. It, to me, it is smart. It shows that they actually do care about their employees. They're just not there just to promote a, you know, their new marketable Yeah, the new know, marketable items. thing. And they just want to make sure that everybody says that this is something that can be contained and not continue to spread worldwide. Um, that's the I fear, mean, is yeah, the whole, can yeah, it be is, contained? That is the fear. I mean, you're seeing people nowadays, you know, flying, you know, in the airports with, like, you know, medical mask and everything. Just because it, it, it is scary out there. You know, you never know who has it or if they're even showing symptoms. So, I don't blame any of those um, big, giant companies to say, it's like, hey, you know, I'm staying back. I want to make sure Hell no. we're doing the right thing, you know, once I everything comes down. I actually applaud them for doing the right thing. A lot <clears throat> yeah. of times they do the opposite. Exactly. So, if hey, if they got to do it a video-wise, you know, go for it. You know, if that's what's going to make you feel If you, too, secure, have to copy Nintendo, by all means. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, I'm I'm all for it, you know. Be safe, be healthy, you know. Still give me my game. 
<laughs> Still give me my game. But then here, but that's the thing though. Like this virus is, it's gonna impact a lot. <clears throat> like oh, yeah. if it takes a foothold, it's gonna impact a lot. Like let's put it this way. Like right now we have companies pulling out. So far, it, it's even to the point where GDC announced it officially on February twenty eighth. They're they're canceling the show. Mm-hmm. They're actually postponing it. I, we actually have their statement. So uh, their statement reads. After close consultation with our partners in the game development industry and community around the world, we've made the difficult decision to postpone the Game Developer Conference in March. Having spent the past year preparing for the show with our advisory boards, speakers, exhibitors, and event partners, we're genuinely upset and disappointed not to be able to host you at this time. We want to thank all you customers and partners for their support, open discussions, and encouragement. As everyone has been reminding us, great things happen when the community comes together and connects at GDC. For this reason, we hope we fully intend to host G- the GC event later in the summer. We will be working with our partners to initialize the detail to sorry to finalize the details, and we'll share more information about our plans in coming weeks. So, good move to sometime this summer. Mm-hmm. I think it's smart. They're they're letting people know that it's not gonna go away. It they they do have plans to make this go forward. They do have plans to see this through. Mm-hmm. But that is already an impact. So okay, so we have these delays. Do you think it? Do you think the coronavirus is going to cause any game delays? Depends on the stage of development of the game. Okay. You know, if you know, it also depends on what areas you know those uh, development companies companies are located. If they're in an area where, you know, where heavy population is being, you know, recommended to stay home yeah. due to the coronavirus, then yes, production on the video game is going to slow down due to, depending if the office is even going to be open at all, you know, and or the, and if there's yep. going to be a skeleton crew running, you know, everything behind scenes. And I say this all because, again, we're in a year of a brand new console launch. Like, we're looking at new consoles coming out this year that potentially may not be able to come out this year Mm -hmm. or may still come out but in a soft launch where they're because at the same time we're already talking about there's problems with manufacturing like there's a lot of pieces that come out of china which happens to be uh basically ground zero if i I, i'm and don't get upset with me if i'm wrong but right now most of the cases have been in china and have come out of china Mm -hmm. so i believe that that's where ground zero is for this virus i'm not entirely sure about that piece but they handle a lot of manufacturing for the tech world. Yep. So we already, we talked about it the last episode, I believe, where Nintendo has seen a shortage in finding these pieces to be able to do their, uh, just their switches. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even like they're coming up with a new switch. So if they're having a hard time putting together their switches, how are Microsoft and uh, Sony going to do? We talked about Sony having a hard time also finding certain parts for, the, I believe, the DDR RAM. Uh, that they were having an issue finding. Yep. So, it this is all going to play into that. So, like, are we looking at a console launch where we may not even be able to get our hands on the thing? I mean, in my... We may get the consoles, but it might be a case of having a limited amount of consoles. And that that's my fear. My fear is 
Yeah, the Xbox Five is launching, but um, we we only have like five of them. Mm, yeah, oh. <laughs> that, yeah, no, that, I think if they have five, it won't be five. Be, obviously, delay the launch. That's period. right. Yeah, clearly, but, but like, uh, no, no, I definitely do see what you're talking about. Um, and then there's the whole thing about price. I mean, PlayStation's already mentioned. Mm. Like, we've talked about like the price. Let's be realistic, All right? I I know you're listening to us in your car <laughs> or you're watching us on YouTube and you're like. All right, what the fuck are you about to say? So, like, realistically, the consoles are not going to be cheap, all right? Anybody out there who's thinking the consoles are going to be cheap, I'm sorry. I don't think they will be. Not with everything going on. No. Like, it's it's a matter of, we already know that the pieces for the PlayStation 5 put the console at roughly 450. If they're roughly at 450 right now, how are we going to do when demand goes up supply go down and then now you're talking about not even having the workforce to make these things mm-hmm. so the supply is going to go low demand's going to go high the price is going to skyrocket you're going to see it get like if you thought a console launch on on a when you don't have issues is bad from people like you know poachers who buy mm-hmm. them and then sell them like online it's going to be so bad for this one yeah well and and what I'm hoping, of course, you know, I'm not an owner of a company. Well, for starters, I hope I survive this so I can <laughs> yeah. play it. No, um, I'm not an owner of a company. So I honestly cannot speak on behalf of them, but I would at least hope them being as big as they are, they come up with a decision of, okay, you know, yeah, supply is on demand, prices are going up, let's stay competitive, let's keep our original price point. You know, and do it at loss. Yeah, let's yeah. do everything at a loss because eventually, you know, we will find a you know a cure, which then in that case gives time to okay, let's develop you know all those supplies that are in backlog. Let's yeah. get more materials. You're able to find more of that stuff, and then eventually your console comes back at being at a fair you okay. know market gaining. I don't yeah. Know how to, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. And, and I mean, I, I can only hope, but that that is like a real concern that I have, is mm-hmm. that we're going to be stuck in this delay in getting a console and that the prices are going to skyrocket just because of it. You know what I mean? Uh, we've already, again, we've seen them pull out of all of these, these, these uh, shows, which also begs the question, like, on a year where there's console launches that are going to be happening, we've already seen the Series X. We haven't seen PlayStation. Nope. They haven't announced anything yet. There were supposed to be announcements in February. We we had literally February has come has come and gone, and we have not seen a peep out of PlayStation regarding PlayStation uh, Five. So, when are we even gonna get this information? They're not gonna be a GDC, so it's not gonna no. be a GDC. They're not gonna be a PAX. It's not gonna be a PAX. I think there is more credence now, and, and I think that we're a little more justified in the expectation that it's definitely going to be like, uh, oh man. An E3 mm-hmm. style. Not an, e- not an E3 style. Uh, um, Honestly, I PlayStation, what is it, PlayStation? It's not the PlayStation uh, Direct. Um, state, of, no, state of Play, there you go, play. State of Play. So, yeah, it was in my head, it just wouldn't come out. Um <laughs> For the PlayStation state of play, because at this point, if they're not doing public announcements, they want their, you know, they want to protect their employees. Which again, by all means, mm-hmm. do so. I'm glad that, I'm glad that you know, upon a threat like this of an yeah. epidemic, 
companies are actually like, no, no, stay home, chill. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that. That's what you want to see, or that's what you would hope to see in a scenario like this. So that's a best case scenario. But then it does create that question: When do you put out the information? Because honestly, PAX has been yeah. canceled. GDC has been canceled. We already know PlayStation's not going to be at E3. And considering everything with the coronavirus, are we even going to have an E3? That is very true. You see what I mean? Like that is very true. I, and granted, obviously, it it's hopefully you know fingers crossed, pray to God, whatever you believe in, you know, we're good from here to then. But there's just so much up in the air that you just can't tell. So, like, again, three shows that PlayStation is not going to be on, the coronavirus threat out there, it has they're to be gonna, a state they're of play. Gonna ha- yeah, they're going to have to do some kind of a web conference, you know, out in the internet. There has to be at this point. I mean, play, uh, Facebook, during this whole GDC cancellation, is going to be streaming their, their information mm-hmm. and what they're going to put out in regards to Oculus. Maybe it's along the same lines of what PlayStation has to do, but yeah, do you, and then it also comes down to like, man, it kind of it kind of sucks because, you know, <clears throat> Xbox is it, Xbox is gonna have their thing. Yep, they're gonna have it at E three. They're gonna have it at their whether if E three gets canceled, they're gonna have their own ordeal. I, I like that's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But it just kind it kind of sucks that they want to get to have the fanfare. You know what I mean? And I feel like. On the at the events that PlayStation could have had the fanfare, they didn't really go for it, and now they're pulling out of more and more stuff again. Rightfully so, but what what are we gonna get? At what point they're gonna yeah. step up and actually provide all the information that they need to provide? No, I get it. Yeah, and I know it sounds like a first world problem. Like, <laughs> oh, people are being infected, people are dying. When the hell's my PlayStation? Yeah, it's a first world problem, sure, but you know, it, it's it's a concerning one. Yeah, no, well, it's more of curiosity, too, because we want to know what's, you know, what's in store for us. You know, what, what is it that we're going to be getting? What is our expectation should be at? You know, is it going to be a console that we are going to want to back? You know, I know that there's going to be the PlayStation fans, and then there's going to be the Xbox fans, where they're always going to be a dedicated group that's going to pick up the console regardless. Yeah. But what we want to know is... <laughs> is it a system that should I back? You know, should I provide, you know, my money to this company? You know, is your product truly going to be what you're What well, I mean, I don't announced. doubt. <laughs> I don't what you is haven't announced. There's a PlayStation 5. <laughs> There's going to be a PlayStation 5. Like we know that much, but like it's just it's 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 interesting that at first, we were looking at it from a perspective of like, oh, it might be cool if they do a state of play. Mm-hmm. But now, looking at it from the eyes of we might be forced into having a state of play, I'm like, man, that's disappointing. <laughs> I mean, to me, honestly, as long as I get the information, I don't care how you do it. Because, one, I'm going to see it on the internet anyways. <laughs> True. If it's going to be a conference or if it's going to be truly a state of play. I'm still going to watch it online because I won't be able to travel to the conference. Um, Will you be able to ask as many questions as you normally could, you know, at conferences? No. You know, you'll probably, if they do decide to have some kind of a conference, you know, there might be limited uh, journalists, you know, out there. Yeah, and like, 
And we're going back to Facebook because they're the ones who have put mm-hmm. up more information as to what they're gonna, you know, what their plans are. They plan on hosting media events. I'm assuming through Facebook, obviously. Um, but then it begs the question: like, how is the media going to be able to get that information? Mm-hmm. Is the, I feel like we're we're looking at the prefaces of coming out of the consoles coming out and and there being a lack of information, which sounds weird in the world we live in. But yeah, how are we going to ask those questions? How are we going to get that? Like, you know, there's a lot of Skype call. (laughs) God damn it. I hate you so much right now. (sighs) It's going to be a massive Skype call. So, yeah. But then again, going back to it, hell, will we even have E3? I mean, at this point, does E3 even matter? I mean, we've been saying that now for a couple episodes. Yeah, but like... You know what? Like this is kind of like the kicker. Like we were talking about E three possibly dying because of everybody pulling out of it, of people not yeah, going, and people not caring, and then now you're talking about E three maybe not even happening because of coronavirus. Like I feel like if E three doesn't happen because of the coronavirus, <laughs> I feel like they shouldn't even bother next year. Like at that point, like I feel like it's just dead. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't see it. Like I don't. give it a rest for one year. Give it a rest for one year. That come way back. The people can do like Ubisoft. Back. Oh my god, so I, need it. I need to go to this next year. <laughs> you know, create that demand. Create the anticipation. Yes. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I, I mean, it would be nice. But it would. So, I so really it's, go. Uh, do you, you want to go? I want to go. I've been wanting to go. But I go back to like, I really do see E3 dying. I really... Eventually. But I feel like that's coming sooner than later. Like, here's like... Like, in discussing whether games are going to be affected, you're right. Like, it depends on how far along they Mm -hmm. are. Because realistically, living in a world where digital distribution, worst case scenario, you won't get a physical copy. But, like, I I have also now reached a point where I only want a physical copy of the games I want to collect. I don't care about anything else anymore. Like, I really have reached this point. Which is funny because I started the show... When we were gaming that 101, and, like, the first week, I remember saying, like, no, man, physical media is where it's at. And here I am, like, yeah, forget it, I don't care. <laughs> but, well, with physical so, like, media, you get that collection. And that yeah, exactly. Time. I have three children now. I don't have the space. Anyway, so, like, digital distribution makes it easy. So, like, that, that piece is not yeah. really concerning. Like, studios are going to survive. Studios are still going to be able to put out games. But it is that whole, like, you know, physical content coming out. It is... You know, is it going to spread wide enough where people can't go to work? Is it going to... All of that stuff. And that that's really what concerns me. Uh, not just to, as a gamer, as a person. Hell, as a dad, uh, realistically. Because now I'm like, what are my children going to do? Do yep. I even want to send my kids to school? Like, you know, like it's... it's You, you got to... There's gotta concerns behind everything. There's a lot know. of concerns behind everything. But, you know, there is like that meme going around about <laughs> epidemics through the 20s. So, you know. Welcome yeah. to the Roaring 20s, everybody. Oh my god, yeah, those were funny. Now, but um, I wonder if due to this, there's going to be some kind of implementation to where those companies are going to be able to do, it's like, okay, here's a loaner laptop, go work from home. <laughs> I still want to make money as a business, go work from home. I mean, we're, you're going to have to. But when we get There's going to be companies out there that they're going to have oh, to yeah. invest going, into going. something. There, there's going to be no but other option. The issue with that is how can they keep it secure? You know, how can the company maintain... Oh, now that's a different story. Bro. Yeah. Now, now we're talking about VPNs and stuff. Oh, yeah. 
there's there's gonna be a lot of stuff that they're gonna have to do too because if people work from home, it's gonna be easily be easier to be able to hack into systems and then have a crap load of leaks. Uh, well, also I see that's where you're going. Yeah. So who knows? We may get more information than we yeah. bargained for. I don't know, man. It's it's just interesting. It's 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 interesting and it's scary. Like mm-hmm. what it boils down to it. It's because we're we're just. It wasn't that big a deal like two weeks ago. Now it's canceling things left and right. Now there's people concerned all over the place. There's unknown cases of people yep. who have now tested positive for it with no idea how they were even exposed. So, like, it's it's scary times out there. It really is. Hug, hug those you love and tell them you love them. Hand sanitizer. Hand, no, not even. <laughs> Soap and water. No, you know what? I've read the hand sanitizer is not actually as good and that it gives you a false sense of security. Oh, really? Yeah. I've, I've actually been reading a lot upon it because, again, coronavirus. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, soap and water, definitely. When you soap your water, for those watching the video, uh, to, like, pass your wrist, man. Like, pass, definitely pass your wrist. You know, like, if you put a watch, like, pull it all the way back. Yeah, no, exactly. No, for sure. You know, cough into your elbow and, yep. and stuff. Like, that sort of thing. Like, be be, be cautious of other people. Like, and be courteous of other people. Especially if you're sick. Stay home. Don't go to work. It's freaking ridiculous. I hate that. Well, when people show up to work? Yes. I'll be honest with you, dude. I do it. We live in a society that makes you feel guilty well, for taking a day off because you're sick. Yeah. Like, it's, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't mind. Depends on the stage of sickness. Like, Dude, I have, okay, know, so like, like. You're just like completely 100% dying. So real talk, there was one point, I th- you and I were already friends. I don't know if you saw me or if you saw this happening, but at one point, one year, I almost died. I got the flu and asthma and mm-hmm. had all these lung issues, and I legitimately almost died. I was hospitalized through the entire Thanksgiving break, right? So like nobody at work was like aware. I hadn't missed that single day of work. But literally from like the day that we were gone, because we were gone from that Wednesday, I was hospitalized that Wednesday till basically like that Sunday evening, right? The next day, I showed up to work. (laughs) Right? Well, at least you maintain all your stuff. You know, yeah, I wasn't contagious, but like I had almost just died. I was almost dead for like like four yeah. days ago. I was almost dead. Showed up to work like right then. I was like, yeah. My boss is like, what the hell are you doing? Go home. But like, <laughs> we live in that scenario. And then there's like, yeah, sad. there's another meme that I saw that like scared the living crap out of me. When you think about it, you really think about it. Is do you really think your fast food worker is going to be able to take sick days? Those types of jobs don't give you paid sick time. Sometimes these kids are not going to be able to afford it. They have, yeah, thank you. They don't necessarily have the best hygiene. So, like, these people, like, restaurant jobs are notorious for, I, I, I am a certified, like, I've said this before. Yeah. I'm a certified chef. I've done the work before. I've worked in restaurants before. People will go to work sick. People are handling food. You know what I mean? Like, that is concerning. Well, forget it. I'm not going to go eat tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I mean? Like, it's one of those where it's it's a lot worse than some people realize. And that's why I'm like, this coronavirus is, is starting to, like, infect different topics of, yeah. of our lives. Like, it's starting to affect different things. That's why I put it on the show. But, like, realistically, like, it, it it's a serious concern. At least for me, it's a serious concern. Like, right now, right now it's manageable. There's only 15 cases in the U.S., sure. But, like... 
I don't I don't know if you guys play it. I play this game called Pandemic. If you haven't checked it out, they have it on the Switch. They have it on the phone. They, they have actually it. had to do a report out. I, they, I wish I would have, you know, looked for the article. But Pandemic actually had to put a report out to let the public know. It's like, listen, guys, this is just a make-believe with oh, yeah, everything no, 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 no. being of course, at yeah. an extreme level. Yeah, and you have different levels of difficulty in there. And you have mm-hmm. people like, you have different variables. There's There's better, like simulations out there mm-hmm. granted but like i play pandemic i've seen things go wrong quickly and i'm just like <laughs> damn <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> no yeah no actually a lot of people are are going into the game and thinking that the stuff that are yeah no no it doesn't translate one to one truly happen in the world like i mean no, it, it, it could I mean, it could the, 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 but a lot of it is very high five you know far-fetched yeah no well there's there's a lot of variables in the real world that Correct. you cannot program into a video game granted but it, it like it does very easily show you how things can mm-hmm. progress. So like that's what I'm saying. So like I'm glad that they put out a statement because poor them because like yeah. sure every first of all, lucky them because their sales went through the roof when mm-hmm. this whole thing got announced because people downloaded the game like crazy. But yeah, man, I play the game and I'm just like crap. Like there was something that happened in the news like two days ago where I looked up and I looked at my wife and I was like. Damn it, that's a bad decision. She goes, "What?" I was like, "I made that decision in the game, and it cost me a lot." <laughs> like, I play the game, and I'm here, like, and I'm looking at real life, and I'm like, "Why the hell have they not shut down all the airports across the world?" Like, at this point, there's an incubation period of two weeks. Shut down all airports for two weeks, and like that'll help stop the spread. And I'm just like, and Grant, and I'm not a scientist, but I'm here, like, spewing out all these. Air- I'm just like. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's it's frustrating, man. It, it's but yeah, we'll we'll see how it turns out. Uh, yeah, yeah. But again, I'm 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 just looking at how far the spread is. Like, GDC gone. PAX, I'm sure will be completely gone. E3 is the next possibly. one that's on the scope, and it's just like a matter of like, all right, well, whenever how are we gonna get information? Which probably is the reason why. Microsoft released a lot more specs this week. Oh, yeah. This past week, they came out with they more sure stuff. They sure did. So, more information on the Series X, uh, Xbox Series X. Um, 12 teraflops, which is twice the power that they had for the Xbox One X. Um, and it's eight times the power of the original Xbox One. Yep. Dude, what the hell? They're coming, they're, they're coming out strong. They are. I mean, I'm excited. Uh... Yeah, I think I'll probably get the Xbox myself. <laughs> you know, I feel more comfortable with the Xbox. The Xbox is the future. Do you? I'm not going to lie. I'm getting an Xbox. But, like, Xbox here, future, we'll, right? we'll talk a little bit about that in a second. So, variable rate shading, which I find really freaking cool. First of all, it seems that they have patented their own version of the variable rate shading. And from my understanding... And I'm actually, I'm going to read what Phil Spencer uh, said, the quote that he stated, because this is what basically makes me, gives me the idea of how this would possibly work. Um, Rather than spending GPU GPU cycles uh, uniformly to every single pixel on the screen, developers can now prioritize individual effects on specific game characters or important environmental objects. This technique results in more stable frame rates and higher resolution with no impact on the final image quality. So... The way that I envision this, and again, I could be wrong, it, it makes it seem like they're going to be able to focus animation power to only the pixels that are, like, moving. Mm-hmm. So that if you have, like, 
even if you have a high definition background, like for example, this plant that we have right here, it would be something that would be kind of static, but the system would only focus on my hand or my arms moving to be able to have more power on that. Yep, that's yeah. at least that's how I take it as well. All right, cool. And I know that you made the comparison to Horizon, the way that they did it in Horizon. Oh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, it's more of processing um, image quality and processing uh, how they make the world very dynamic mm, and very rich. Okay. Um, the way that I explained it was, and there's actually a video out there, um, with Horizon Zero Dawn, it's focusing whatever on you, your field of view is, that's the only thing that's turned on. Everything else behind you and everything, there's nothing. It's just a blank dead space behind you. So but that they can focus turn, all the power that onto that one. they can focus all the power on your specific field of view. But once you actually start, you know, moving around and turning around, then basically everything, if you're turning to the left, everything eventually on the right is turning off sequentially. Mm. That way they're keeping all of the rendering power right in front of your eye. So it sounds like this one's going to be even more pinpointed, mm -hmm. while at the same time maybe not needing to shut anything off. Well, I think for the most part, even a lot of open world games... Um, that's when you start getting into those uh, areas where you're walking towards something, but then eventually, hey, here's a tree. <laughs> hey, hi. I'm, I'm, I've always been here, but so sorry that I just kind of render kind of slowly. You know, if you keep on. The... <laughs> hi, here's a tree. I saw officer that tree came out of nowhere. <laughs> Have you played video games? It's very possible. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, if, if you're keeping the world turned on 100% of the times, you are going to suffer some quantity quality. Oh, yeah, no, for sure, because you're losing power processing things you're not even using. Exactly, so. unnecessary stuff, and you're just creating a lot of waste. And that's kind of what I'm thinking this is, is that they're, they're, they're eliminating the waste of anything that they don't need to focus the power mm -hmm. on because there is no change. There's nothing like... And I, and I don't know enough about game development to be able to tell specifically, but like it just sounds like they're going to be able to do a lot more with ne not necessarily as much power. I feel like they're going to be able to utilize less power to create more. Um, they did also confirm the DirectX ray tracing that they're going to have. Uh, we've already known about the ray tracing. Nothing really new there. Um, but here's the piece that is pretty cool, uh, and it's pretty cool for two reasons. And, I'll, and we'll share the reason why I thought it was cool and then the reason why Ricky made me realize that it was actually cooler than expected. So... <laughs> You're going to have the ability to suspend more than one instance in your Xbox Series X. So you're basically going to be able to be playing a game, suspend it, going to another game, suspend that, and going to something else. And be able to go back. Now, Ricky's telling me that this isn't something you guys didn't have. Now, I was excited about the fact, I was like, oh my god, that's really cool that you can suspend more than one thing. Because with PlayStation, you can do that. You can suspend one thing mm -hmm. and have something else I mean, open. Xbox has it, but, I mean, it's not that crazy. I guess <clears throat> PlayStation is more fluid than the Xbox. And that's kind of why I'm like, I'm surprised you, that, that that's not like a standard on the Xbox. No, because, for example, you know, with the PlayStation, you, you have the PS button, you go back to your home screen, you hit the PS button, and then you go back to your suspended game. With Xbox, you kind of leave the game, and then you actually have to click back on the actual application, and if your game was already on, then it goes there. 
the way that I was reading the article is with a quick resume. It basically makes what well, you can even power your console one hundred percent off. Turn on your console one hundred percent. I back thought it was off. like on a standby or no, something. Okay. You can actually turn off the Xbox and then turn it back on and be quickly resume exactly where you I would off. love to see that. How yeah. is it okay, so it's got to keep it open somehow, somewhere. At some point. That's weird. I am assuming it has to stay on at some point. Hmm. But the way that it was uh, written is that you can actually shut off your Xbox and reboot it back up and then actually come back to your game. Huh. All right, so, then. That was actually very interesting. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, that sounds interesting in and of itself. And like I said, it, awesome. Uh, features Xbox is really um, focusing, dude. They're focusing on what they were going. I've been saying it for months. They were f- focused on trying to bring stuff to hopefully turn things around. They're they're kind. Of, and I'm not gonna lie, dude. They're making it enticing. Like granted, PlayStation hasn't come out with their stuff yet. I, I'm known as the PlayStation guy. I, I'm <laughs> still getting my PlayStation. Don't get me wrong, but I am very curious about getting that Xbox, especially because of the next one. And this is the part that I'm slightly confused on. So, they announced uh, what they are calling, what is it, smart delivery. Uh, branding the feature of Xbox Game Studios as smart delivery, meaning that you can play games on the Xbox One or Xbox Series X consoles. So now, they, they posted a tweet and they, they're saying, play thousands of games across four generations that look and feel better. Smart delivery guarantees that you're playing the best version of your games on your Xbox. First of all, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Second of all, it makes it sound like Xbox has now reached an environment where it's just not, where the Series X doesn't really matter. You see what I mean? Like, I kind of feel, based on this statement, and and, and we'll see what happens, I kind of feel like going forward, all games are going to work with the Xbox One X forward. I hope. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. Which, if that's the case, even better. Because, hell yeah, I'll buy an Xbox One X. And I, if I can play all the new stuff and the only concern I have is, oh, lower, you know, lower mm-hmm. definition or whatever. I don't care about that. Because my only thing with that would be, okay, am I going to play some of those games with a physical copy media? Is it only going to limit me to the last generation? And then anything past the last generation has to be digital. <clears throat> and that's the part that I don't understand. We already know that the Series X is going to be backwards compatible all the way to the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so now it's a matter of like, okay, are, are, have we reached that point where a game is just going to come out and it doesn't matter on which console I put it in, it's just going to run. Hope. Which I mean, would be would awesome. Be, that would be amazing. Like, sure, Series X. Oh, you're going to get the best experience with Xbox Series X. Done. Because everything, I mean, <clears throat> if you're going to have the best experience, all of those games are going to have to go through some type of, not 100% re-rendering, but to a would certain they? extent. Why? To make, <clears throat> if uh, all you're doing is, again, if, if you have, like, a base, Mm-hmm. And all you're doing is providing more processing power. You may not even need that. You see what I mean? Like, yeah. think think of it as like, think of it as all 
all PCs are going to be able to run Windows, right? Sure. But some PCs are going to run Windows better than others. Yep. That's kind of what it feels like we're heading it. I mean, like, honestly, when, when they made the announcement of smart delivery, that kind of, that's what it sounds like to me. And again, um, I haven't dug too much into it uh, to be able to, like, know for sure. I don't think that they've announced much into it to, like, know for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of how it comes across. And if that's the case, dude, hell yeah, I'm getting an Xbox. Like, <laughs> I'd be dumb not to at that point. No, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm getting an Xbox. Well, yeah, I know you are, but... PlayStation, I don't know. Look, Trader. I don't, that was interesting. <laughs> sorry. I don't know if you could hear that in the recording, but that was like, <laughs> it was like a fast knocking or like a bill, or like somebody dropped a bowling ball that just kind of bounced or something. Yeah. Like, well, we have a uh, construction going down, down the street. Oh, that'll so. do it. That'll do it. Yeah. That definitely would do it. Yeah. So, so, but then going back to the smart delivery, like they announced this and then we have developers like CD Projekt Red that came out and they put out a statement saying, quote, Gamers should never be forced to purchase the same game twice or pay for upgrades. Owners of Cyberpunk 2077 for Xbox One will receive the Xbox Series X upgrade for free when available. So you so, see what yeah. I mean? You see what I mean? It kind of makes it like... But first of all, first me? of all, okay. first of all, hats off to CD Projekt Red. Oh, yes. They are, like, they came out with The Witcher, which was an amazing game. They came out and said, like... First of all, like, I uh, I didn't play through The Witcher because I mentioned it before. When I got The Witcher, I was really looking forward to Elder Scrolls. Uh, I wasn't looking for Witcher. I, I've never played Witcher before, uh, Witcher 3. I've never played it before. Uh, it was my first entry. But one thing that, like, really touched my heart, and to this day I remember, is I bought the game brand new. I opened it up, and it had a little, like, thank you for buying our game. What developer puts that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they actually took the time, thank you for buying our game. And then... They come out and they give you, I believe it was three DLCs for free. Just oh, like, the Witcher? yeah, The Witcher. They're just like, here you go. Like, all of these are going to be part of it because we don't believe in DLC or you paying extra for your game. So, like, this developer has been like the the shining beacon of example right now <laughs> and lately as to how I feel developers should act. You know what I mean? Like, they're putting out DLC because they felt the game was needed more sweet. Here it is. Here it's free. They're grabbing and they're, oh, you're, you're buying it for Xbox? Guess what? You're, as soon as we're able to, and granted, I'm sure there'll be a delay, but as soon as it's ready, you'll be able to play it on the Series X. Uh, Series X. Mm-hmm. We don't know if it's day and date. We don't know if it's at launch, but like... there Again, but it goes back to my theory of there's going to have to be some kind of a patch that they're going to have to do to make the game run better. Because if you try to... At least from my understanding. If you try to make, let's say, an Xbox One X game, mm-hmm. and you're tr- building it to perform for the Xbox Series X, mm-hmm. the requirements that's going to try to pull from the Xbox, from the one of the original last generation, is going to be more demanding and it's going to affect the game. Yes, but think of it this way. Games that have already been in development, and then again, this is why I wanted to talk about yeah. this because, like, it, I find it, I find it really interesting. Games that are already in development were already originally being developed for the Xbox One X, with no necessary knowledge of the Xbox Series X. Now that the Series X development kits are out there, because everybody has dev kits right now. Yeah. Now they're developing for the X. Please, so, please, like, I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, right, all right. So, like, 
maybe the patch that we're talking about is only because they didn't know how to develop for both. You see what I mean? So, like, games that are not announced or games that are currently silently in development, maybe they're able to develop for both in one I instance. I mean, and the patch doesn't have to be, like, a humongous patch. It yeah, can, it could just it be, like, just, a quickly... It could be a patch of, okay... You know, I released the game for this generation. <laughs> save ask, save ask PDF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, yeah. We created this game with the performance for the Series X, but we had to dial it down and turn, <clears throat> you know, the performances down. But with the patches, okay, let's release the game to be 100%. And that's the thing. Like, I think, like, we're going to get to a point. Like, I've said it for a while. That I think mm-hmm. we'll get to that point where... It'll just be like, oh, it'll it'll run better here, but yeah. I think that it'll run, and that'll be cool. That if that happens, that'll be awesome, because we go back to like, at that point, you're looking at X Cloud, you're looking at the, the you know the capability of being able to play a, across four consoles, to be able to still play new games like that would be amazing. That would be. <clears throat> you see what I mean? Like at that point, like as much as 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 much as I love PlayStation, if that's what Xbox is doing. Like, they, they need a solution. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if that's what's happening, PlayStation needs to come out swinging. There's been rumors that PlayStation may or may not be more powerful than Xbox. There's rumors that a PlayStation may be weaker than Xbox. We don't know anything. Yeah. And right now, that's killing them, I think. <clears throat> like, because right now, if PlayStation doesn't come out and say, hey, ours is 12 teraflops, at least, what are people going to do? Are they going to go for the more powerful console? Are they going to still stay with PlayStation? Price is going to be a big deal, sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, hell, even we've mentioned it. Xbox, we're likely to see two SKUs already. We've talked about yep. how I'm looking forward to fa- figuring out if the second SKU is real. Because <clears throat> I would like a Series X, but I, mean, I don't need Xbox all that power. already done it before. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Can, they've come out with multiple versions. So. And that's, you know, so, like, if they come out with a second SKU for launch, I might get the cheaper one because, again, I don't need that much power. I, I mean, at least I feel like I don't need that much power. <laughs> I might change my mind. Who knows? But I would like the cheaper console. Yeah. So, like, it's going to be interesting, and PlayStation needs to come out swinging. Coincidentally, there's been a rumor, but, again... Nothing but rumors about PlayStation maybe having a second SKU as well. Yep. Which, good idea, bad idea. Like, at that point, I'm hoping it means that they have something just as powerful to come with. I mean, there's... The article that I was reading it on was talking about that it was going to be even more powerful than the Xbox. <clears throat> but you see, those are like, like that's the part where I'm just like, eh, that's all hearsay. We have no idea. Of course. of course, we don't know. But it does kind of lend credence a little bit to, first of all, what we, going back to the beginning of the episode, these are not going to be cheap. Oh, no. These consoles are not going to be cheap. Not so, before. if we're looking at Xbox coming out with a Series X at around 600, don't shoot the messenger, 650, mm-hmm. right? And they come out with a Lockhart at like 450, 500. That's gonna give a lot of incentive, yep. right? And that's that's been the mentality of they're gonna have a high end one and they're gonna have a cheaper one for the people who don't want to get the high end, mm-hmm. like you know, comparable to your PlayStation Pro versus your and regular PlayStation. And if you do it at launch, both of them, I don't foresee you getting as big of a backlash. 
No, I, w- I would. You're, you're I would go for the, the pro for gamer. PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, you're giving the budget gamer a budget console where you're still going to be able to play all of the new upcoming games, you know, at a more reasonable price for your price point, you know, versus the hardcore. I need every single mm-hmm. PS, you know. But like, to the point where I'm trying to make, if the rumor for PlayStation is true, then maybe they do have a console that is if not more powerful, at least a close comparison Mm -hmm. where they can come out and say, okay, this one's expensive as hell, but before you kill us, (laughs) because (laughs) before we have a repeat of PlayStation 3, here is a cheaper option. And I think that that would be, one that would be nice for people who are going to be shocked at the ticket price, but... Now... Now how much would I pay for it? (laughs) No, which way will you feel better? Once they do the release of, you know, showing, hey, here's the PlayStation 5. Will you prefer them to start off with the more powerful announcement and the more higher price one to just kind of soften the blow whenever they... Oh, they, they need to come out swinging, bro. Like, here's the thing. Play, Xbox, I feel like PlayStation, to an extent, has been backed into a corner. So, PlayStation <clears throat> did the cocky thing. Um, which they they were kicking ass and taking names. They've been doing awesome. They've been selling mm-hmm. left and right. They have the biggest ecosystem right now. They have the most players, the most active players, the most consoles sold. Sweet. They've rested on that. Xbox has not stopped. Since Phil Spencer got in, they haven't stopped. They oh. let thing after thing after thing after thing that is pro-consumer because they knew... How bad they got their asses whooped mm-hmm. this last generation. They ain't gonna have it. <clears throat> Phil Spencer, exactly. He was not losing this one. This is the first time Phil Spencer is launching a console. This is the first console that is gonna be a hundred percent on him. He needs to make sure that this console goes off without a hitch. He has been making all these micro moves throughout the past couple of years that We've we mentioned I I've said it so many times on the show, they've already given up on this generation on this past generation the PS4 Xbox One, they didn't care, they literally like they were like let's keep our people happy the people that we do have let's keep them mm-hmm. happy, but let's start doing stuff that's gonna make us stand out. They've now done so much and PlayStation has just been so quiet that I don't know where they can come from, like Xbox has Games Pass. PlayStation has PlayStation Now. Not the same thing. We have more games on a quantitative level. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at the number of games offered on the services, PlayStation has more. But if you look at the quality of games, in my opinion, Xbox has a better quality, a better selection. I agree. You see what I mean? They also have the first party day and date release Mm -hmm. for... Which PlayStation actually, doesn't have it. They actually just came out with uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 on Games Pass. <sighs> PlayStation doesn't have it. <laughs> so, like, there's a lot of things here that, like, they're going to need to come out swinging. So, yes, when they come out with the PlayStation, if they're going to have two SKUs, in my opinion, they need to come out with both and one shot. Mm-hmm. They need to be like, here's the most powerful one. Here's your PlayStation Pro equivalent. Here's your PS5 Pro. Here's your PS5 base. Yep. That's how I see it. I would be afraid on whether this it would be cannibalizing their sales or not. 
But I feel that that's how they need to sell it. They need to come out strong. Because Xbox doing all these pro-consumer stuff, PlayStation has just been quiet and granted. Everybody on PlayStation has been fairly happy with what we got. But when you're looking at it and one selection has 10 things, the other selection only has one thing, and if they're not comparable, like I fear that PlayStation may lose uh, audience and that this may be more Xbox-sided if they don't come out swinging when they announce this, which is why I was like, they're not at PAX, they're not at GDC, they're not at, they're not going to be at E3. How how are they going to build the hype that they need for a console launch? Now, granted, Nintendo didn't need it <clears throat> for no. the Switch, but at the same time, Nintendo wasn't out there trying to win wars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nintendo has always been very complacently marching to the beat of their own drum. They are just happy to be there. They come out with their awesome games, and they're just like, we just love our people. We give, we, we do what we do, and we do, what, and we do it well. That's mm-hmm. it. They do not care about a console war. Xbox and Microsoft do. Well, but Xbox, then again, we also Xbox talked last. Is, yeah, Xbox is not even caring about, you know, and then we, Xbox war. Xbox isn't even they're caring about PlayStation. The, even the future. They're looking into seeing how can they bring games in that concerns to more hands. And that concerns me about PlayStation is the fact that Xbox is already thinking on that level and we have nothing to show for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And that's why this this next console war, I, I'm looking at it and I'm just like, as much as I want PlayStation to win, if they don't come out guns blazing, dude, I don't know what they have that will help them cross that line. I don't know. Honestly, I hope they get better. But one thing that they can actually do, and this is just my opinion, is focus on your curated um, X, you know, PlayStation Now games. Mm-hmm. Two. Figure out a way how you can make your PlayStation Now games accessible at the cloud service. Yes, thank you. And from there, just continue first to First party develop. games on yes, there, too. Yes, add your first party games. Because <clears throat> that's, that's a big fuck up, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, like, granted, like, Xbox is, you may not be buying the game, but, like, you're going to try it. You're going to recommend it. You're gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the fact that it's on games, but, like, I just... They're they're fucking up by not putting their first parties in there, like they are. And again, this whole marquee title is their solution, quote unquote, to the whole first party. I don't think it's the right one nope. because it's timed. Xbox, they're like first parties is on there day and date, and they're just on there. Mm-hmm. Like I can go right now I and whatever's the day. That's exactly a freaking game. Exactly. On Game Pass, and then on day of release, it's already there. Exactly. So you know what I mean. So like. The fact that you don't have that on PlayStation right now, that's, like, that's an issue. Uh, at least I'm looking at it. I'm thinking that, yeah, that is an issue. So um, I, they, they have to. They have to, like, all right, we've 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 made peace with the fact that it's a state of play. <laughs> I know, I'm so, like, passionate about it. we made peace with the fact that it's going to be a state of play. Yep. Sure. It needs to be a good state of play. It yeah, needs really to be, like, like, the best state of play that we could possibly ever imagine. And then and not just the video packet. You know what I mean? Like, they're gonna have, like... They should have, like, somebody on a stage talking to you, explaining things to you. You know what I mean? Like, guiding you, like, giving you this guided tour of what they're doing and basically just knocking it out of the park one after one after one. Mm-hmm. Like, if you if not, now, then 
they're not going to have much wind, man. But the thing is, too, yes, right now we're focusing on the consoles are going to be this powerful. Mm-hmm. We're able to do this, you mm. know, cloud gaming. Yeah. Cool. Can we make sure the game qualities are up to par? What do you as mean? Well? Oh, the quality of the game? Yes. <clears throat> In terms of, like, what's offered on the service? Holding developers more accountable, like Nintendo. Well, I mean, I guess... Like Nintendo. Nintendo That's Nintendo the thing. Nintendo, 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 Nintendo has, has a pedigree. for their own specific games. Yeah. But, you know, at some point, we're going to have to start looking. It's like, yes, we already got into the place where... Hey, game bro, consoles are basically computers right now. Don't pick on my indie developers because realistically, us as a podcast, but we're indie, indie podcasters. No, yeah. <laughs> but no, think about it this way, though. A lot of indie games nowadays are better than AAA games. Oh, okay, yeah. That, from that perspective, no, I mean, yes. Like, no, I don't mean like visually, no. Like the actual quality the of quality the game. The quality of the game, the storytelling. The, the storytelling, okay. the... The graph, everything know, is a package. Exactly. Okay, everything cool, is a package. Cool. No, I'm not talking about, oh, it's only, you know. All right, all right. No, 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 no. They, you're right, you're right. Nowadays, indie games are being better at building a story... You know, building I play the more. gameplay, building the visuals, even though it's at a 18-bit, 16-bit version. For every for every AAA game, I have played at least three or four indies. Like, mm-hmm. I I I love indies. I really do. There's there's a lot of crappy ones out there. Oh, there's yes. a lot of crappy ones out there. But there's a lot of really good indie games out there. Like realistically, like one of my favorite like indie games of all time. And I will recommend this to anybody who hasn't played it. It is the sweetest, cutest game, but, like, it's amazing. Unfinished Swan, all right? I forgot who did Unfinished Swan. I'm going to look it up real quick. Dude, (laughs) they deserve the credit. No, that game uh, is amazing. Like, realistically, is one of the best storytelling uh, I've seen in the game in a very long time. It's a very interesting and unique concept. It's, It's received. It has an 83 on Metacritic. All right, eight out of ten on GameSpot. It's it's gotten several perfect scores. Um, it was done by Giant Sparrow and Sony Interactive in a partnership. Unfinished Swan. If you have not played that game, go play it. I believe it's on the Switch right now. It's amazing. You're you're basically, it's think of it kind of like a color book. You literally start the game in just white. You're just in this like white room and you're trying to navigate and you have just like. A blot of paint that you can throw out and that's how you have to find yourself okay. you start and it's just like this storybook concept and you start from a blank page until the end of the story it's it's amazing you can fucking go check it out right <laughs> yeah like it's it should be super cheap right now i don't even know how much it is right now but like i cannot pimp this game enough and i know that it's like weird out of nowhere that i'm talking about unfinished swan this game is super old uh it came out several years ago but yeah highly recommend it um uh, yeah, you need to check it out, dude. I mean, for example, I've been playing Stardew Valley. How's it's, that, by the it's way? It's a 16-bit game, and it's beautiful. It's fun. It's it's a game that I can just pick up right before I go to bed where I can just enjoy and play a little bit of it at a time. I don't have to invest. You know, yes, the game has plenty of hours that you can invest into, but it makes it to, it caters to multiple, you know, gamers. You know, mm-hmm. gamers that will just want to focus in the game and put hundreds of hours because you can actually put a hundred hours in this game easily. 
that's not you bad. You know, and then you have casual gamers like me where I just pick it up, you know, right when I'm laying in bed, just play for about 15, 20, 30 minutes, you know, complete a, a quick mission, do whatever I want to do with it, and then just put it down and still have that satisfaction. Mm. And not many games are doing that nowadays. Yeah. Not many games provide you. It's like, okay, I was able to pick this thing up and, it, and somehow I, I got some kind of satisfaction of just even if I had to play it for 15 minutes. Like I was telling you, I've been playing a game called uh, The Tourist yeah. uh, on the Switch. It's really awesome. It's really cute. It's got awesome graphics. It's got like that fade out effect on the edges like, uh, yeah. Link, like um, Link's Awakening has. Very similar to that, and it's a puzzle game. I'm currently stuck. <laughs> I'm so stuck. It's not even funny. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's uh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Now you need to get started with Valley. I do need to get started with Valley. It's multiplayer, guys. It it is multiplayer. I think it's multiplayer with eight uh, eight people. I'm I'm oh yeah no three people no four yeah, people four people four people one one farm three people per farm yeah yeah I may just get it. I'm not gonna lie. It was cheap. Fourteen bucks. It is fourteen dollars right now. I'm considering. I think I gotta get it for me. I gotta get it for my <laughs> wife, and then if my son wants it, I gotta get it for my son. So yeah. that right there is forty five dollars. Well, so yeah. yeah, it is cheap for the three of us <laughs> to get a game, but at the same time, it's still forty five dollars. Yeah, it gives you a hundred hours of gameplay. Yeah, but like there's other games. I'm still playing the Taurus, <laughs> and there's so many games. Dude, I have like seven indie games on my Switch right now, and I haven't started yet. Oh, you know what I just bought? What? Spiral trilogy. Oh, for the Switch? Yeah. Nice. I have it for the. Um, Oh my god, for the PlayStation. No, I have Crash Bandicoot and I have Sparrow. I want to have those type of collections on the go with me. I have not. I don't yet. blame you because those are good on yeah. the go games. I have not been able to play Sparrow yet. Just Spyro. Because, yeah, Spyro because <laughs> I've been hooked on Stardew Valley. Fair enough. It's awesome. <laughs> go check it out. Yeah. All right, well. Is there anything else you want to share? That pretty much does it for this that week's. Pretty much does it for the end. For this bi weeks episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just stay tuned. Stay more, tuned. More episodes to come. We'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> welcome to Fe- uh, No, welcome to March because, yeah. Oh, February's yeah. already done. Like, yeah, this is our first March episode. It's, it's the first episode of March. Dude, so. January took forever. February, February was a blink of the eye. flew by. We're all going to die March in March was... from the coronavirus. <laughs> What do you got for March? Coronavirus, I just told you. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully not. Everybody well, stay safe. Wash your hands. Like, really. If I'm alive, luego. Hopefully we'll see you. Thank you for joining <laughs> us on this episode. See you in two weeks, guys. Bye-bye. Luego.